Well, hello. I am back. It is Tuesday. I'm actually recording on the day I'm supposed to record on. Um, it's been like a really long week. I last spoke to you last Wednesday, ranting and raving and bullshitting and about SG. SG is a ghost. Um, and that's that. Um, I'm okay with it. A lot has happened. So I'm going to try to walk through that pretty good. So I just poured myself some Hennessy and um, trying to vibe out and like figure out what's been happening in the last week. My life moves so quick. A week sometimes feels like a month. Um, and I think that's why I have a like a like a love for being super busy because I don't notice how long some of these days are. And I think I'm just getting back into like the routine after the holidays. You know, I'm a small business owner, so it tends to die down right after the holiday because it's a busy time and now it's right back to crazy land. So I'm appreciating it. It keeps me off my phone. Um, we will say SG is a ghost. We haven't... I've heard one thing but it didn't really matter um, how it affected me, I guess is what I want to say. Um, I really was excited to see him, and I didn't. So I'm going to look at 2018 as a new year because I didn't see or speak to the submarine this year. And SG, I had figured out, you know, quick. I have decided, well, I don't know if I've decided or if I figured out or I've been led to all that's happened in this last week, but I'm thankful for meeting him. I believe there's a reason you meet people and maybe that's exactly why I'm here. So I told you last Wednesday I was going to go to this seminar. Well, the seminar is called the Queen's Code and I went to the intro thinking cool I'll check it out I went with a friend of mine who is brilliant and she had taken the course I believe we said 10 years ago and <laughs> she's amazing and when she and I have our wine nights and we speak about my relationships whatever they are, she grounds me and she reminds me who I am and it really helps. So I go to this intro thinking this will be some great information and I'll get a podcast out of it because, you know, y'all are just material and that is a joke. Um, you haven't heard about a lot of my people on here, but um, I don't want to backtrack. I need to preface all my um, talking to's. So I go, I go on last Thursday and it's called the Queen's Code. It was the most fascinating two hours I have had in a while. And it's not that somebody told me something I don't know, but somebody told me. And I'm, I'm, I signed up for the course, so for the next seven weeks, I'll be going to this course and learning how to understand men 
And not that I... It's going to help me for my romantic relationships, I believe, because I do have great um, relationships with all the men in my life, except anybody that I've been romantic with. So this is going to help me do that. And in the two hours I was there, like I said, mind blown. And I think that's why I've kind of let go of the whole SG thing and I'm not going to beat it up and I'm not going to send some text and I'm not going to fall for any breadcrumbing. I'm just going to move on because I put myself out here live and not edited and just let you know who I am. And in that two hours, I was reminded I'm a bad motherfucker. And, you know, I was ready for that and the class really just flipped it on. Now, I'm not saying I'm the shit. Well, you know, but I i am very comfortable with who I am. And I'm very, um, I don't know if I want to say set in my ways, but like, I know what I like. I'm proud of what I like. I know who I am. I... I love the way I look. I just, like, I think at 36, I've just kind of come into my own and I'm good with it. And what happens with me when I meet these men, which we'll get to how I meet them. Um, when I meet these men and they show a lack of interest in how I perceive it, I start to question myself. So I've done these last two mini flings so wrong. I am the first to have told you on this podcast that I will talk so much shit to get a reaction. But I don't do that any other time. So I sit down for the Queen's Code intro. And the first thing she talks about is how you attract a man. Now, this is going to be kind of for my lady since I'm paying a pretty penny for this course. I'm definitely going to drop all the knowledge I can on you. Um, and I don't know what it's going to do for my male listeners because I know you're out there. But hey, dude, you know, and I even heard it from today from a client who I brought this up with. She had a, um, a friend, a couple of friends that were married. And the man read this book that this woman wrote who started this program and it turned their marriage around. Now, I think with him reading the book, it kind of helped her self-realize kind of what the fuck I do. Like, the the thing, the, the spiraling and out of control that I do, which is the worst thing to do to a man, which if I were to sit back, which I did in that class and kind of go like, I would never do that to anybody in my life. Like... I respect the men in my life hugely. I mean, and I just kind of felt like, fuck, I lose my goddamn mind with these men. Now, it's not all of them. It's been the ones that I have true feelings for, whatever they are, whatever the meaning for us to meet is. And then I don't get that picture I've drawn or they've helped me drawn. They are too. And I think that's another part. Like they are, they have a part in this. So, and then I lose my shit and I lose myself. And when I lose myself, I'm going to lose 
anybody around me because who the hell would want to be around me? So we're talking about getting the attention of a man. And usually when you get the, attra- the, the attention from a man, it's sexual. And they list off four things in this class that is caused by like some primitive thing. It's, it's born and bred in the genetics of a male. And I'm going to count down. So number four is shiny hair. Um, that's a huge attraction for men. And I got some big old hair. That back in the day would tell a man that you were getting enough fat in your diet. And that meant you were fertile. Number three. Shapely body. Okay. (laughs) Got it. Now back in the day... They were looking for an indentation of waste. Even from across the field, they could see some sort of shape and that would mean you were not pregnant. Now, this day and age, our beauty concepts are fucked per the Kardashians and I pray that people still people see people for people and see beauty for beauty and that that's plausible, but men need to remember women are we're very emotional and gentle and in our heads kind of that like rejection or being ghosted or anything like that kind of gets you like fucked up in the head and wondering what's wrong with you. So number two is sensuality. It's some sort of doing something with purpose, doing something slow motion, just having that like I'm going to put on my coat. I'm going to take off my coat. And doing it to where you're focusing almost on a pleasure. And number one is sexual energy. So we all know we can feel what we give off. I'm kind of the queen of that. I can literally change the mood of a room. Um, I'm just learning how to do that for good. But there... I... I know I can do it, and I'm sorry who, to whoever I've affected in a negative way, but I'm putting my life on the internet. I, If I have an emotion, it's on my face. If I'm happy, you see it. If I am hyper and fluttering with love, you hear about it. If I am depressed, you will see it. It's who I am, and you know, it's... Everything is good, so I'm definitely using it for a better thing. But why I am telling you about this getting a man's attention, if you look at (laughs) what I would, the photos I have posted on my Tinder, without much thought, I am screaming, please come fuck me. It is insane. Now, I post these pictures because it's days I felt really pretty and my best friend was doing a photo shoot and I had a dress on or I was in a wedding and it's those days where you are just like to the to the nines, just feeling good. And so I put those as my Tinder photos. <laughs> no wonder everybody wants to, you know what I'm saying? And the two of these men... I was intimate with and they got what they wanted. They got what they wanted and then when I didn't 
even though both of them had said more emotional, stable, future type things, I gave them what they wanted. I gave them what I was advertising. And you know what's so funny is I never wrote a bio because what the, you know, what are you going to say on Tinder? And even though I know that site is for fucking like, I was always like, but do you really think I need to be on here? They don't give a fuck and I don't need to be and it's gone and it's great because my phone doesn't die all the time. So what I'm saying is that is I appealed to these men's like take mode, like animal senses. I want to come and get you and be that. And so I was successful. (laughs) If I look at it now, you know, like those things didn't work out beyond that. But what I advertised and what I put out there, if I sit here and look at this on paper and go, yeah, well, then that was it. I don't think we had, SG and I, I don't think we really had a meaningful conversation. Not that they weren't bullshit, but it wasn't anything really I guess I don't know I mean for me it seems so fucking long ago and crazy that it's so quick and then it's gone it was like Christmas like rush 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 gone done maybe next year you'll do better or be happier or whatever but then again I'm good because I think this class is gonna kind of teach me how to date better and how to communicate better, you know, in business and life. And I'm excited for that. And it's going to make me remember who I am. Sorry, I'm just going to take a sip of this Henny really quick. If anybody wants to send me some Hennessy, I will get a P.O. box. Because with this podcast, I'm going to really run through it. So what I just explained to you was a man's, how to get a man's attention And when he is in so-called take mode. Now, I sit here and I say, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. I do. To an extent. I want a partnership. I don't care if it's a partnership for three weeks. I want to do things together. Um, You know, it's kind of hard because I've never had that true boyfriend or like, true anything that I don't know what it's going to take to get me there but I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I can to so when I get there I'm a bad motherfucker when I get there I already got that cooking and cleaning down um so I guess happiness is my key so obviously I want affection I want the attention but I also want the affection and You can have those intimate moments that makes you feel really special, but I need to charm and enchant a man to where he wants to spend time with me and he cares about me and he, he just wants to make me better so I can feed him his soul and make him feel like the man of the world. And I'm going to learn that in this class. I'm no longer going to spiral out of control when these men ignore me or they um, fucking ghost me. Dude, the ghosting thing kills me. 
It really does. It's, um, but I don't think it's going to happen to me again. But, you know, you can listen. I'm not on Tinder. And I'm, I signed up for Bumble for like three days this week. And most of it was done in Napa because I took a trip up there and just got out of here. And it's just such bullshit, dude. Like, it's not for me and it's not how I'm going to meet somebody. And maybe I met the submarine and SG just to have a podcast, you know, who, who really knows, but they, there's, now I'm, I'm totally stuttering because now I'm just going to see and do things different that I might actually find Mr. Big and everything will be cool. So I'm, part of this class is kind of remembering who you are as a woman. And if you see me prancing around my best friend, I'm like, look at me, girl. Look at me. I'm perfect. I am confident. And I obviously stay pretty authentic as in my feelings, in the things that I love, in the things I'm passionate about. And I, I don't really skate much further from the board than that. I... I'm super comfortable at 36, I guess is what I'm saying. But what happens for me when a man starts to ignore me or like this last incident where, you know, SG's like, I'm going to see you and then we don't hear from him. We, because y'all are going to know about it. I start to lose my self-confidence. And that's when like shit goes crazy because I start to... Um, kind of emasculate a man, which is saying that out loud and telling people that is just like so weird because that's not me. So when I do that, I become unauthentic and I beat myself up so bad because I make these rash, crazy text messaging decisions. And then I, I beat myself up so bad because I'm like, who was that? And how do I prove to these men whom I text like that, like, no, 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 but I am super cool. Like, I'm super cool and I'm over here and I made a mistake. It, it's not really how I feel. This is just my dumb, fucked up way of trying to get a reaction. I don't know if, again, that stems from some bullshit I've been through, but it is super unhealthy and now I am super aware of it. And that's exciting because... I tend to meet somebody and just, and not just everybody I meet, the ones that I genuinely like have these, like this connection with, and I am all in. I mean, I sat here last Tuesday all day long waiting for a phone call from a man. I did things, but I didn't make any other plans. And if somebody, somebody were to ask me to do something, I probably would have said no. And I kind of want to rewind that because I won't do that now. And it's been a week. I had a really good friend of mine whom I don't know if he listens, but he texts me about having dinner and catching up. And I think if I was dating this guy, I would have br not brushed my friend off, but been like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'll get back to you. Like, I don't know. Cause I'd be waiting 
and this is with this type of man that I found that I was advertising sex for in a sense on Tinder and maybe that's why I call them my Tinder guys um but I would have been like waiting around waiting around to see when he would want to see me but fuck that I got it it is moving and grooving over here I have been one that has dinner plans four out of seven nights I'm hosting a dinner party I'm going to have drinks with a girlfriend I'm going to a class I always got something going and for 10 days I sat around and waited for somebody to want to see me. <laughs> That's nuts. But I got plenty of really good fucking rad dope ass motherfuckers that want to chill with me, know me to my core. I have never faked the front on them and they, he wants to spend his Friday night having dinner with me regardless of his dating situation. That's my dude. That's my homie. Those are the kind of relationships that I want to build with my partner. I don't want to be, you know, sitting around waiting. I got depressed. I don't get depressed. I mean, I get depressed about one thing and one thing only. And it ain't no fucking dude. So when I date somebody which we all know I'll meet somebody very soon. I'm going to be frolicking the town per use. Um, and I think because I'm not on those sides, but I'm really open to it, like it's going to happen. Because that's what they always say. Like, when you're not looking for it, it's going to happen. And I think this is going to be that moment where it's just kind of placed in my lap and I have all this new knowledge and this like new security within myself to relax let things happen, and if somebody doesn't end up romantically liking me, wanting to see me, pursue me, buy me a Pellegrino, bring me some flowers, and shit like that, I'm cool. Like, I'm still happy. I have my friends. I have my dope-ass dudes in my life. I have my family. I went up to Napa this weekend with my family, and I don't even really think I looked at my phone that much. Um, my sister's partner, girlfriend, she's dope, she did a lot of my bumbling, which is probably why I had to delete it, but it was so nice to just be present, and they say we forget that, and I did, because I would look at my phone a hundred times a day per work, and just to see if he texts me, and I think that I'm going to stick to that, 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 well, I don't think it. I think since episode, shit, who knows, three maybe, I've been saying, if he does not call, I will not write. I want a man who picks up the phone and calls me so I can hear his emotion, I can hear his intention, I can see if we're vibing, and we can make a plan. I don't want to talk to a dude that says, hey, what's up? I mean, I get it, it's simple, but it leaves it open for so much interpretation, like, it's becoming unhealthy in our society, and I just want to do di things different for me, for the outcome for me. You know, I sit here on a Tuesday night, on a cold night, um, wishing I had somebody, and I made dinner, and it's been like a super comfortable night and I want that 
And I wonder why people are still fucking around with Tinder and shit. You know, they, our world right now is so crazy. And I don't want to get into life is so short just because I have a recent loss. But I got homies up in Hawaii who got a missile alert. And like, with everything going on, that could have happened. Why are we spending our time dicking people around on Tinder, on texting, catfishing, Snapchat? I don't want a dude that is fucking snapping shit all day long. Maybe if you're 20 and that's the new thing, like, cool. But, you know, even when I signed back up for Bumble, I hit that age range way up. And that's not like me, only because I seem to date younger dudes because say I'm swiping and when you're on Tinder, you have these settings and I would set it from, and I'm going to say this out loud, 24 to like 38. And if I would swipe to the left, it means I don't like them. And if I swipe to the right, it means I like them. So I'm swiping left, left, to the left, to the left. And it would be funny because anybody I would swipe right it seemed the older gentleman would not swipe me right. It was never an instant match. But a younger dude, straight left. And it could be that sexual appeal for sure. And that's what they want. And that's what I was selling. But it gave me some sort of ego boost. It definitely was like, oh, cool. And they were really instant to be like, hey, what are you doing? How are you doing? You're beautiful. Like, I mean, I can't even tell you how many times somebody texts me, you're fucking gorgeous. Like, I don't know if that came with the Tinder manual. But I wasn't going to hate on it. It's something I needed at the moment. So, fuck, I don't know. I kind of got lost, I'm not going to lie. I know I'm chilling up in here by myself and I was just saying I don't want to be doing that because with everything going on in the world, I don't want to sit around and dick around on Tinder anymore. But I'm going to take a moment. I got a homie at a Napa. Rogue Candle Company. He recycles. He takes used um, beer bottles, wine bottles, champagne bottles, you know, um, what's up, the magnums, and he fills them with scented soy candles, and they're super rad. Um, they're on my Instagram, but if you buy his candles and you use the code Valley Girl, which I think is funny, but Valley Girl is the code for Rogue candle company r-o-g-u-e on your order of 25 dollars or more you get free shipping now i know christmas is over but they've got some really cool sharks ones with the chum beer um a lot of champagne ones because of the holiday popping off i think a lot of nightclubs send them their bottles um i actually was up in napa this weekend and i want to say i saw some of his candles at a winery i gotta hit him up about that but again it's rogue r-o-g-u candle company you can find him on facebook instagram he's got a website i believe he's on etsy um but again code valley girl that'll get you free shipping on your order of 25 dollars or more and if you just want to buy a candle and send it to me i love you for it just kidding send hennessy and then I'll send the bottle to him and I'll get it filled with a candle because <laughs> you know it's going to be gone. Um, but yeah, I um, have you watched the new Dave Chappelle? There was the two dropped and two more specials dropped. And that dude is for real. And 
I love that shit. So I hope you watch it. And if you have watched it, it still can make no sense to you because this is how I interpreted it. He left. He left his show. His show didn't take millions and millions of dollars because he wanted to stay true to himself. And he didn't want to be dicked around. And when he said it, 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 I was just like, that's a bad motherfucker. Like, are you for real? Like, that's hard to do, I would think, you know, as anybody. Like, here's a bazillion dollars and just make people laugh. And that's what we saw. We saw some, you know, rich dude making us laugh. And he's over here like, no, nah, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. I'm cool. Y'all using me. The money ain't worth it. I love to make people laugh, but you have taken that passion from me. Um, or dumbed down to his passion. I don't want to say somebody takes things from you because that just is not a world I want to live in. But I kind of was like, is that what Tinder does to me? You know, like, um, so many things lately have just resonated and it just, it makes sense and the littlest of things happen and you know I had told you I was reading Aziz's book and now he's got some shit up in the news and it's just every everything is becoming disheartening every dating story every news channel the weather the just the dogs are getting the fucking flu if one of my dogs got the flu I would just tap the fuck out I just want you to know that I'm going to be here. I'm going to put my life on the internet and I want to hear from you. I want to help you. I want to pass on the queen's code. I want everybody to be happy and loved. And I don't want to be up on here talking hella shit about these dudes, but these dudes need to get some shit straight. And I'm going to take a different approach and hope that they can come at me a little bit better. And I think this might lead to some happiness or some some sort of educational talk to my to my listeners. I appreciate you all. Keep the DMs coming. Um, I'll work on that PO box for the hen. <laughs> Just kidding. That be you know I like that privilege. But um, life's too short, dude. And so I'm sitting here cuffing by myself cuffing season it means when you kind of settle down during the winter during the colder times I was talking to my sister about that tonight she's like what's cuffing she's younger than me she's getting that hip-hop world so I'm gonna leave you at that I'm gonna um obviously go to my first class this week so that's gonna be super rad um but how about the playoffs who are you all going for um, it's kind of crazy. Kind of got to go for Tom Brady, but then there's Bortles and you're like, oh my God. For all you women that don't understand these QB references, hit me in the DM. We'll get you up to date. I think that's all I got. I'm, um, I'm just venting. I don't have a thing written down besides my notes from the Queen's Code, but. Oh, there's a show. There's a show that I want everybody to watch. It's so rad on Netflix. It's, um, oh, shit. I'm going to have to put it up on my, I did put it up on my, um, 
Instagram, my bad. I'll definitely get it on the next episode. I'm still crushing the series and then maybe I'll have a better synopsis of how I saw it. But um, that's all I got tonight. Be happy, be loved, give love. Stay off Tinder. All right, and stay a bad motherfucker. Like for real, within yourself. Look in the mirror and be like, yeah, girl. Yeah, boy. All right, take it easy. Really? And this is the music we listen to. Genie, booty, dreamy, waist is teeny. Yes, I told him to get tighter, so he's dreamy when he leave me. I go hard in the booth, biggie.